1: Of little food for you, life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful. Laugh a little more tight, tighten up your core. Said he can You're kicking it with four
0: things with Amy Brown. Happy Thursday, four things. Amy here, and back by popular demand is my friend Catherine Cox, aka Cryo Cat. Hello, hello. Happy Thursday. Which she was on early to mid-December last year. So episode, episode 407. 407. Yeah. And we know it's 407 because Kat had every single friend and family member that she has listened to the episode. I sure did. Which I really appreciate the downloads. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> so I would hear her be like, mm-hmm, yeah, have you listened to this yet? Episode 407. That and um, like and subscribe. <laughs> yes. She's my new PR person, but she's called Cryo Cat because Therapy Cat co hosts the fifth thing with me on Tuesdays. So I just trying to keep everybody straight with all the cats in my life and around my house. Now there's Therapy Cat and there's Cryo Cat. Uh, but we're talking red flags today. Red flags. Because, well, Cat has been married a couple times. <laughs> ish. And a book that she read before, was this before your last? Yes. Trip down the old. So I took
1: this one real seriously. And you can tell by the notes in the book
0: that I wasn't playing around like this was going to be it. So the book is called ready to wed Mm -hmm. 12 ways to start a marriage you'll love. And it's a focus on the family book. So on the back, it says in planning for the big day, are you also preparing for a marriage you'll love And so since this was your second marriage, like you said, Mm -hmm. you're like, I am going to do my homework.
1: I'm not much of a reader. I'm not much uh, one to do homework. But you see that
0: book. I took it very seriously. Did all the tests, did all the practices. What I think is ironic is that the little post-it tabs that Mm -hmm. you use to earmark each page, they are red. red.
1: And I did not even mean to do that. And may I tell you, Red flag number one, though, is that he didn't even crack his book open. Oh, you bought him one too? No, his father bought us those books. So we each got a copy, right? That's my copy, and that's why it's all marked up. So red flag number one, when we don't crack a book. (laughs) (laughs) And then you've got
0: their little... post-it tabs that she put (laughs) on the book. I was trying to make a sound in the microphone with the tabs. I mean, I can't get over the irony that they're red and that at the moment, you weren't even really seeing them as red flags. You're just Mm -mm. like, oh, mark this, we need to work on it. Mark this, we need to work on it. And then now it is literally a visual of red flags in your relationship. And I mean, I think that there can be red flags that show up in romantic relationships, friendships, work Mm -hmm. relationships. So while we're talking about ready to wed, you can- try to be on the lookout for red flags in all kinds of relationships that aren't going to serve you well. And I looked up a list of the 13 most common oh, yeah. red flags. Yeah. So I'll just go through them and then you can be like, yep, yeah, check. Mm-hmm. Dealt If with that. I dealt with
1: it, it with this person or with any?
0: Well, sure. Well, let's just stick with this person since that's okay. what this book was. Okay. But then also
1: this will just help people... In friendships. You too. can be
0: listening along and take inventory of your own relationship and see if any of this is popping up. And this doesn't mean that your relationship is not going to work out at all. This just means let's, let's assess back this. the layers. Yes. And potentially put in the work to figure mm-hmm. it out. And if your partner is willing to look at it and you may even be like, oh shoot, I'm the one that does that. Mm-hmm. You may recognize a red flag within yourself. Right, which I think is amazing self awareness. So pat on the back to you. How do you say that? Pat's on pat, the back to you. Pat on the back. Okay. Overly controlling behavior. Check. But
1: sometimes I feel like I can be a little bit of a control freak. So then I'm like, oh shoot, red flag on me. <laughs> you
0: know? like, well, overly controlling behavior is a common red flag. People that try to control your movements, your decisions, or beliefs are more concerned about what they want than what is best for you. In a healthy relationship, there's compromise and understanding around differences not one person controls the other person's actions this is from betterup.com by the way so that's where i'm pulling all this in case you want to go and print this out (laughs) lack of trust so trust is an important foundation in any healthy relationship a major sign of an unstable relationship is when partners friends colleagues or family members distrust you of course, we all have doubts sometimes, but they shouldn't stop us from trusting the people in our lives to do the right thing. Healthy relationships require trust on both sides. Nah. Okay, so that's, you didn't, no, no red flag on that one? Uh, I don't think so. Feeling low self-esteem. Check, check, check. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the people close to you should build you up, not break you down. When you love someone, you are committed to supporting and uplifting them. If you do not feel that support from your partner, family, or friends, something needs to change. Check, check, check. So feeling low self-esteem. Big time. That's that one. Uh, Mm -hmm. Physical, emotional, or mental abuse, which obviously if you have any of that going on, I hope that you're able to realize it and get the proper help, especially if it's physical abuse. I think that's easier to notice if it's happening to you than emotional abuse because sometimes that takes a minute to register. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, wow, the way they said that or how they said that or the repeated ways in which they said that. Mentally, it can really, really mess with you.
1: Yeah, it might over time take time for these things to build, build, build until you realize, oh my gosh, what is this? What's happening to my mental state, my emotions, everything like that. But obviously, physical is boom right there. It's an
0: undeniable red flag. Right,
1: and sadly, it takes people, they have to try seven times on average before they can extract themselves from those situations.
0: Okay, well, abuse is never an acceptable thing, so... Hopefully, if anyone's dealing with that, they can get help. Substance abuse. That's a clear red flag. It indicates that a person struggles with impulse control and self-destructive habits. Depending on the substance, any relationship can quickly turn toxic if addiction is present. With that said, substance abuse is an illness and your loved one might need help, which you and I both understand that for sure. If you or someone you know is struggling, definitely reach out for help on that one as well. So do I comment on this? Check, check, check,
1: check again (laughs) (laughs) on both sides. I have been the substance abuse user and then I've been sober and then dealt with people with substance abuse. abuse. Yes. Like functioning. Yes.
0: To acknowledge you, Kat, Mm -hmm. and all of your hard work, you just celebrated your 12th birthday, (laughs) your sobriety birthday. Yeah. So 12 years Totally sober, and yes. you're 33 now. Mm-hmm. Ironically, when people start drinking, when is I when stopped. you got sober. Yeah, which
1: is like my typical personality is like, "Oh, we're allowed to now? No, thanks. <laughs> thanks, but I'm good. I've already, you know, I was in rehab by the time I was 17. Like, we're we're done here.
0: <laughs> Been here, done that. Uh, narcissism is another thing to look out for. Jack. Narcissistic personality disorder is a mental condition that indicates self-obsession a misplaced sense of importance narcissists believe that the world revolves around them and if anybody threatens this belief turmoil and chaos tend to follow being emotionally involved with a narcissist ego-driven person can be exhausting and traumatizing their needs will always be considered more important than yours Check. (laughs) (laughs) Anger management issues. If someone you were close to has anger management issues, you might feel threatened or unsafe during conflict. Lack of emotional regulation is a definite red flag for any relationship. We all should feel comfortable enough with a partner or friend to tackle difficult subjects without fearing for our safety. Anyone who uses anger as intimidation is toxic.
1: That reminds me, like I told you about the book, the common theme. Is that I never felt safe to speak on anything. There are at least probably three or four flags that speak essentially, to Essentially Yeah, speak to that. And if you can't feel safe to share with someone, just leave. Honestly. Like Well, sometimes it's hard to I know oh, I know. It. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it took me a good amount of time, but I just
0: Or start putting the things in motion or having conversations with people that might be able to help you
1: yes, get out. I did not seek out therapy. I have a good circle, like I have great friends who are therapists. But um, I should have sought better help during the time instead of I shoved a lot of things down. And then I just should have done the cry for help, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, I think sometimes we just feel like, oh, I can manage this myself or, oh, I've got this or I don't want to burden people or I'll just figure this out. Right. Um, But But when you're having
1: panic attacks and things and tremors and your head is shaking uncontrollably, I mean... that's your body giving you flags. It's time, Yeah. And that was the, it's something's got to change. Let's skedaddle.
0: Codependency, which codependency can be very interesting to dive into if you feel like you might have... Any codependency in your life, I would recommend the book by Melanie Beattie, Codependent No More. But codependency and the ensuing emotional labor might not always present themselves as toxic, but codependency in relationships can be a pervasive pattern that causes issues such as emotional exhaustion and increasing mental load. Codependency or relationship addiction happens when two people rely on each other exclusively for emotional Psychological and even physical support. This alienates them from other relationships and can stunt personal growth. Jack. I
1: would say I've definitely dealt with that. It's complicated. I think I've been codependent and then I think I've had people be codependent of me. Does that make sense? Yeah. But no more.
0: All right, I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. essential for women 18 plus multivitamin every morning i take them on an empty stomach but sometimes if i forget i may take them in the afternoon it's really up to you when you want to take them there's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules and what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients it's gentle on the empty stomach like i said i can take it first thing in the morning and i'm totally fine And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start ritual or add essential for women 18 plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. All right, inability to resolve conflict. People that avoid conflict might think they are protecting the relationship from ruin, but in the end, it only results in long-winded passive aggression. Mm -hmm. As uncomfortable as it can be, embracing constructive conflict is a crucial element of all relationships. Without productive conflict, serious matters can never be resolved. This can lead to resentment and wasted energy. Yes,
1: that's exactly what I was about to say. I hear resentment, resentment, resentment.
0: Constant Um, jealousy. Did you ever deal with that? Oh, is that a new flag? Mm -hmm. That's another line. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It is natural to feel jealous when your partner or friend is spending a lot of time with others. However, that is not an excuse to let it cloud your judgment. Someone who is constantly jealous of your connection with others cares more about what they want than your happiness.
1: Yeah. I would say that I definitely spent less time with certain friends just to appease. Your partner? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. That's
1: a bummer. Again, no more. <laughs> like we're going to keep our, our healthy. And now I know everything felt dysfunctional for my entire life that I didn't really know what was right until about maybe the last three years, I finally have all this clarity. So no more forcing all this discomfort. Um, like our relationship is so
0: easy breezy. It makes me think about, because I know that you've had different disordered eating stuff and body image mm-hmm. uh, things. And it makes me think about how whenever I had restricted for so long and dieted and did so many different things that I didn't understand my hunger cues, like didn't mm-hmm. understand my body. I didn't mm-hmm. know what that, I'm like, I don't know what is it like to be yeah. hungry because I was either under eating or overeating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so right. I didn't know my own self. Yeah. And I feel like that's what you're saying and that you had so much dysfunction and I had yeah. been operating that way with my body since I was a teenager. Yeah. And so as an adult trying to learn when I'm hungry and when I'm not and what that means. So for you as an adult, you were learning what's healthy, what's dysfunctional, Uh what's not. And Very similar.
1: Yeah. And I think a lot of times we are drawn to people similar to us or our unhealed wounds. And in this situation, I mean, it was all just wounded childhood, let's say. (laughs) So. So I
0: feel like too, a big thing in having healthy relationships is looking internal, so I know we're talking about red flags and what to look out for in other people, but you know we did say you might see some of this stuff popping up in yourself. Yeah, but then it's like, what can we heal yeah, within ourselves? That way you give yourself the opportunity to find a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not willing to do the work and look inward and try to heal some of that stuff, it's going to keep popping up yeah. from relationship to relationship. All right, next thing on the list is gaslighting. Oh. That's a common tactic of manipulation. It's a form of emotional abuse in which the manipulator will make you question your own sanity or judgments. Victims of gaslighting are made to feel guilty regardless of whether or not they did anything wrong. Gaslighting is a clear red flag in any relationship.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And I feel so bad for anybody dealing with that. So a narcissist is going to gaslight, right? I mean, typically. And so what is sad about that is a narcissist will pick someone with low self-esteem, So if we already have these kind of subconscious, you know, low self-esteem, bad thoughts about ourselves and they find out, they will take that and expand it bigger than you can ever imagine. And then you are stuck in this vicious cycle. Moving out of this situation took months and months and months for me to walk into a mall like a normal person, feeling worthy, things like that. And knowing that you
0: deserve good.
1: I, yeah, I work hard and I deserve to spend my dollar
0: on myself, right? So that's why you used walking to a, into a mall as mm-hmm. an example because mm-hmm. you might want to buy something for yourself. Yeah,
1: and I for a long time I felt like I didn't deserve anything. I didn't deserve to spend money or have anything and I was told I didn't bring anything to the table. I just worry for people like, I know I've got a tough mind so I really worry though about anybody that isn't in that space. What could happen to them.
0: Yeah. I mean, you mentioned your strong mind and Mm -hmm. me knowing the version of you now, which Mm -hmm. I've been friends with you for two years now. Mm -hmm. I do see you as this strong, confident, independent, I take care of myself, great mom, hard worker. I don't even know that I can imagine that version of you that would be scared to walk into a mall. Right. And
1: here's what's sad though. is. We've talked before about that 24, 25, 26-year-old me who was so confident and had it, like I never thought I would crash again in life. And then unfortunately, being drawn to those unhealed wounds and people with all these red flags, earth shattering again. So went from loving life, loving myself, to then boom, completely falling off. And I told you the other day as well, I went through a phase of I was constantly saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. If I did anything to inconvenience someone or in their way, this and that, it was I was always jumpy and apologizing like, I didn't deserve to share this space. But I think even then, a lot of people would look at me and th- and they would never think, which is too why like it's important to talk to people and share what you're going through because we don't know. I can put on a heck of a game face and a lot of people out there can, but I think that's why we all do need to practice honest conversations and what might be going on. And even in 2020, I think, or maybe 2021, you were having a rough time and you you just spilled it to me. And I was like, oh my gosh. Well, first of all, what an honor that you you know <laughs> felt comfortable enough. But you shared things that I'm like, oh, well, Amy, I grew up like that. Like, you know, we can connect on this. We can heal from this. Um, yeah, I mean,
0: and that gave me comfort. And then too, I'm even thinking of a text message you sent me the other day. It was just like a simple like, hey, you know, how's your day, whatever. And you reply back, oh, this is going on and I'm having about a thousand different emotions and Mm -hmm. I need to cry at some point and I don't really know. And Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. And then I met up with you later and I was like, okay, what do we need to do? Do we need to cry? Do we need need to talk about this? Like what emotions do we need to sort through? Because it's okay to have them all and feel them all and let's be with them. and then. Let's do cryotherapy, and yeah stimulate, and then I never cried,
1: though <laughs> stimulate
0: <laughs> our vagus nerve. Oh, you never it, cried that night. I never cried
1: that night. but here's the thing because I am worthy of a massage. and now I'm in that headspace of I can go and take care of myself. I'm gonna have a massage soon. so hopefully that brings on the tears.
0: My sister gifted me a massage over Christmas break, mm-hmm. and I cried. Yeah. I needed it. and I knew walking to the spa, I was crying because, I didn't even know she was gifting, gifting it to me. She just had made an appointment. She said there was only one available at the hotel we were at Mm -hmm. because it was so last minute. And she said, but I want you to have it. And I thought, no, you should have it. And she's like, no, you should have it. And I said, no, you, (laughs) or let's cancel it. She said, no, "No, I think you should go. So I went fully thinking, okay, fine. I'm going to take the slot. I'll give in to her plea for me Mm -hmm. to go and then I'll pay for it. And while I was getting the massage which was so relaxing and, again, just was an emotional release. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, cried on the way there, cried on the table. And then when I was walking out, I went to the front desk to pay, and she said, oh, while you were on the table, your sister snuck in and paid. For everything. Mm-hmm. And then so the, I cry again. Oh, It was just the sweetest gesture. Yeah. And I know that your mom gifted you this yes. massage. Yes. For, for my your, 12th birthday. <laughs> for your 12 years sober, yeah. which was really sweet of her. And mm-hmm. I hope that for you. Like, yeah, I hope you get on the table and it's not too awkward and you let it all out. Thank you. I hope so too. Male masseuse or female? Male. Okay. I think his name's Jeremiah. Do you think it'll be awkward crying to
1: Jeremiah? No. We might have the best time ever, or I might just sit there and bawl Yeah, and tell them the truth. Like, hey, I need to get some things
0: out. We have a lot of inflammation and just tears backed up. I'm sure massage therapists are used to oh, hearing yeah. some of people's problems. Yeah. Not that people like to talk the whole time. I don't really, I'm not a talker when I'm getting a massage done, but I guess mm-hmm. there's times where if I have gotten emotional, I feel the need, especially when I flip over to be like, I'm so sorry yeah. <laughs> that it's crying. And they're like, no, honestly, it happens more than you would think. Yeah. And then, depending on how close I end up getting to the person, how many massages right. I've had from them might be how much information they tend to get. Right. Because, but Jeremiah be- Day One, he probably. <laughs> yeah, we'll just see where get it to goes. Know too much. All right, we still have two more things on the list oh, of red flags. All right, I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. Men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacova's boots are made by hand If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in HOPE. lack of emotional intelligence. Emotional yeah. intelligence is the ability to perceive and manage emotions. People with a low level of emotional intelligence are unable to pick up on your feelings or empathize with you. This often results in unnecessary conflicts or forms of manipulation. Boom. So emotional intelligence is EQ, like IQ, but EQ. You. And I, I love know it. I know that there are EQ tests online. Mm-hmm. So you could even like see where you are. Yeah, maybe I want to do this
1: and let's report back to each other. Need let's to do this.
0: Figure out if you are emotionally intelligent. I uh, think I am. Which if you're not, that also may not be your fault. It could be the way you're raised. It, exactly. Yeah. And so I think there's hope in that you can work on that. Mm-hmm. Right? No, 100%. I, I mean, I'm no expert, but I, I hope so. Final red flag, at least from betterup.com negatively affecting your relationship with family and friends. Red flag if this person is doing that. For many of us, our family and friends provide an important sense of community. It's a major red flag if someone in your life is negatively affecting your relationship with those you love. Healthy relationships should never come at the cost of other healthy relationships. Oh my gosh. And then it goes on to talk about yellow flags versus red flags. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> Which we talk about yellow flags on the Bobby Bone Show sometimes. It's like a red flag, mm-hmm. but less severe. Right. So it's just something to be aware of. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, if you didn't have so many little red tabs in this book, if you just had a few, then I'd be like, okay. Right. These are yellow and you could work through them and let's this marriage is gonna last. Mm-hmm. But the amount of red tabs you have in Ready to Wed, Mm-mm. I'm surprised you even went through with the actual marriage.
1: I am too. But, well, you know, here's the funny part. Didn't I tell you we never filed the marriage license?
0: I knew that part. <laughs> but you had, you had the, the so wedding. we had the
1: ceremony. It was just a whole thing. A lot of um, trampled boundaries,
0: but you had the party, had, you had the, the party
1: that I didn't want to have, but then I had to have three dresses because nothing felt right. And then it's just like, oh, hello, <laughs> <laughs> Let's back up, uh, moonwalk out of this. Yeah, um, you were,
0: I think from what I get from the stories you've told me is you just completely threw yourself into like every little detail to try to make it right. But like you pe- said, to nothing- appease other
1: people. Yeah. Nothing right. is good enough.
0: Right, but also nothing was feeling right with you. You're like, why do I need three dresses? But it's yeah. because you were feeling so uncomfortable about it all. Mm-hmm.
1: And I tried so hard to make it so perfect for other people because they wanted it. I thought, let's be a team player. You know, I know this is so uncomfortable. I don't want to do this. But let's lean into the discomfort, make everybody else happy. But at the end of the day, I'm destroyed. I can't eat anything because I've given myself such stomach issues and, you know, just...
0: Team player makes me think of we were sitting at the kitchen table the other night (laughs) and my daughter, Stashira, said to me and Kat, I want to be a player.
1: And And we're like, dang, girl.
0: (laughs) I thought she meant player. Yeah, play on player. With, you know, boys or whatever. And she said, no, 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 no. Like, uh, what's it called? A team player. I want to go with the flow. Yeah. And I thought, and we're oh, like, that's so cute. Yay. yay, look at you. Quickly, we'll end with, I'll run through how to approach red flags in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Really, it's best to acknowledge your own needs, healthy communication, mm-hmm. avoid being overly emotional about things. That way you're able to be more direct. Because sometimes when you, and Therapy Cat and I have talked about this a lot, when emotion comes in, you know, logic shuts down. Logic yeah, shuts yeah, yeah, yeah. down. I heard that. And so don't be overly emotional. That way you can approach the conversation and not have <laughs> any irrational responses. But then sometimes
1: let's make sure that we feel safe enough to be super emotional. Oh, absolutely. Right?
0: You should be able to have and express emotions because I couldn't have any
1: form of thoughts or feelings. Right. So, right. Let's make but sure we got a safe space
0: when you're going to sit down and have healthy communication. Right there's regulation that happens. Mm-hmm. Emotional regulation yeah. that happens. You could also seek professional help, which I did not, but you everyone else I highly recommend sooner. Yep. Be honest with yourself, set boundaries, reconnect with friends or family, maybe that you've sort of had to mm-hmm. shut out because mm-hmm. of this other person. Know when to leave. Well, oh, easier said than done. Mm-hmm. And then the last one it says here is know when to leave, which, you know, you were even saying is difficult, but at some point you kind of knew when the right time was and you had to start putting forth the work to make yeah. and make arrangements. But I think it's easier said than done than when to leave. But it says here that gray rocking is a tool you can use to buy yourself some time, which I pulled up the definition of that because I've heard about it before, but I want to say it correctly. Gray rocking is a technique used to divert a toxic person's behavior by acting as unresponsive as possible when you're interacting with them. For example... Using the Gray Rock Method involves deliberate actions like avoiding eye contact Mm -hmm. or not showing emotions during a conversation. And I know that- Go stale. (laughs) Just (laughs) When in doubt, any of this stuff, if it's popping up for you, other podcasts that focus on this sort of stuff or YouTube, there's videos up. You can type in keywords if any of these flags are sticking out to you. Mm -hmm. And there's so many resources out there of people that- are sharing their stories and therapists that yeah. are giving advice and will give you tools to keep in your toolbox just in case you can't, yes. you know, get to a therapist today. And know that other people do care about
1: you. That was one thing that just kind of popped into my head is once I realized how many people did care about me, like this person couldn't make me feel so small anymore. Like There is this community out there and they care. And so once I get out of here, I'm going to be okay.
0: Yes, thank you, Cat, for sharing CryoCat for sharing your story with us because you brought you actually brought the red flag book, I which the book. is I think you can laugh about now, but I know at the yeah. time there was a season of your life where this was not funny.
1: Yes, it took a long time mm-hmm. to get over. Which normally I feel like my personality can snap out quickly, but that and I remember I was doing like a local facial on you or something and we were talking about dresses and that was the first time I just cracked up with you because I'm like then I got another dress and another dress and it's like it's not about the dress it's because this whole thing doesn't feel right and And you were able
0: to laugh about it right? but
1: you and I yeah that was my first good laugh and that was maybe I don't know within the last six months so it's like
0: we're good we're past this yeah well thank you for getting vulnerable and sharing with us because I feel like it could be helpful to a lot of people that are listening, or at least maybe you hearing this now, and it mm-hmm. can prevent some things down the line. If you're in it now, then it might sound a little scary hearing these things. Mm-hmm. But if you're dating, then now you have a reminder that there's checklists out there to help you. So that mm-hmm. way you don't end up in something that you shouldn't.
1: And observe your energies around friends, family, potential romantic partners. I think that was a big thing that now I'm totally in alignment like with myself. Like I know what feels good, what doesn't. But really sit with your nervous system and and see how different people make you feel.
0: Yeah, my friend Lisa says that your body will tell you before your brain will. Yes. About someone.
1: Mm-hmm. For but you. Unfortunately, I mean, unfortunately for and it, me.
0: Everybody's energy is different. So right. just because you have, y'all feel that way about each other or there's something uneasy doesn't mean that that's a bad person by any means, but mm-hmm. the energy speaks volumes.
1: Right. And like for me, like I said before, nothing ever really felt right. So it was hard to dif- differentiate like what was right and wrong because I felt like this tornado of a person inside sometimes. So it's like, how do I know what's right when everything feels chaotic? But once you get into this calm space, then you can start to, and it's really fascinating.
0: And then maybe you won't end up walking down the aisle with someone that you're not supposed to. Yeah,
1: right, 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 right. That's that's the goal here. <laughs> And everyone, please like and subscribe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Cryo Cat. I hope y'all are having the day that you need to have and look out for those red flags. <laughs>
1: yes. And you can find me on Amy's Instagram.
0: <laughs> Just kidding. Kat <laughs> doesn't have an Instagram. So she's joking. But I'm at Radio Amy. And in my Instagram bio, real quick, I will have the link to the tickets that are going on sale tomorrow for the Four Things Live in Nashville. You can also go to franklintheater.com to get tickets Friday, January 27th. That's tomorrow at 10 a.m. They go on sale and it's going to be such a fun night. Really, I've been describing it as a successful girls night out, which would include these four things, laughter, sharing, encouragement, and connection. And then also when you get home from a successful girls night, you feel these four things, refreshed, empowered, motivated, and seen. And so that's my hope for the night. I'll be sharing some things. I'll have friends there. Therapy Cat will obviously be there. And then Cryo Cat, she's going to be there. And experts will be on hand walking us through some things. We'll just be having honest conversations about knowing your worth and using your voice and building the confidence to have the life that you deserve. And there's also going to be music, which I haven't announced who that's going to be yet, but... It's gonna be so special. I know who the person is, but we're just not saying yet. And I can't wait to reveal all of the details. Uh, but one thing to keep in mind is the VIP tickets. There's only 48 ish available, which is smaller than last time. But I wanted to keep it more intimate because we're gonna do a taping of the fifth thing and a little QA with Cat, Therapy Cat, and myself. So if you want those, then I'd be prepared to get them at 10 a.m. tomorrow when they go on sale. Again, franklintheater.com or I'll have the link in my Instagram bio or you am know, sure you can just Google <laughs> four things with Amy Brown, Franklin Theater, Nashville, duh, 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 and it will come up. that I'm very, very excited. So uh, yeah, with that said, I guess we'll go. Bye. Bye. Awesome. summer